Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneur network.com podcast. The voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now onto the show. Inspiring women, bold vision, and powerful insights to help you use speaking to build a thriving business. This is Speaker Success Podcast, brought to you by Women Speakers Association. Now for today's show. And welcome to another episode of Speaker Success Podcast. I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cross. Joining me on today's show is Terry Wilderman in her consulting business, Intuitive Leadership, business accelerator coach, speaker, and best-selling author. Terry works with socially conscious CEOs, small business owners, and leaders to take their business to the next level with speed, ease, and flow. Her 40 years of business and leadership experience includes owning a manufacturing company, image consulting company, and a leadership and holistic education center. She has taught at universities and at a community college and her clients include entrepreneurs, banks, government agencies, chamber of commerce and the US military. Now on today's show specifically, Terry is going to share why work-life balance, that is a myth. She's also going to talk about keys to increase our personal resilience as well as simple stress reduction technique. I'm sure we all need some of those. Welcome to the show, Terry. Oh, thank you for having me. It's really exciting to be here during Stress Awareness Month. <laughs> Absolutely. And I know, you know, as speakers, we're running our own business. We're looking for opportunities to get on other people's stages. And it can become very overwhelming. And all of the tools, the techniques, the insights you'll share today will help us to remain calm and relaxed. Because really, you can feed into stress and anxiety and worry. And if we don't manage it, it will manage us. And I know which uh, which one I would rather be calm and cool and uh, collected. How, ha, what inspired you to get into your business? I always like to start off with that first because that can often show a progression in, in various aspects of your career and in your business life that really, really led you down to speaking about this, which is so very important today. Well, what got me into this business is frankly burning out. Um, mm especially where the stress resilience part is concerned, is burning out multiple times. Yes. Now, I started my image consulting company 31 years ago. Mm. And I went back to school with my three-month-old daughter. And it was a way of going to school and having fun doing something that was different. Uh, I had just gotten married. My husband was in the Navy. 
and we moved, I moved from Pennsylvania to down to Washington DC. And it's like, oh, I sold my manufacturing company. Like I need to do something mm -hmm. fun. Mm -hmm. And so I became an image consultant. And during that time, what ended up happening is in working with professional men and women and assisting them with image and presentation and business etiquette, people started to ask me to do leadership programs and customer service programs. And my background really, lent to that mm. and one thing led to another and little by little the woman that i am now just sort of evolved it just happened uh the multiple burnouts led me to study stress resilience and i got licensed with the heart math institute in 2001 that led me into getting certified in coaching in 2002 and on and on it was just mm. one thing after another and it was like the universe said okay we're getting you ready Mm. <laughs> little by little yes I think as women too one of the things that I've really started to, to notice through my guests and uh, in networking and even from my own experience we often will take on projects and yes. exciting projects but something that we often do is take on too much or we find it difficult to say no because they're all great opportunities mm -hmm. and when we're doing things over and over and then we're balancing and as you're going to talk about life work balance children and lots of other activities we can often yeah. through not saying no spread ourselves too thin put ourselves last which ultimately as you said in most cases or some cases can unfortunately lead to burnout if we don't take a step back and mm -hmm. say you know what i need That's to right. make some changes before everything comes crashing down so let's talk about work-life balance being a myth because we hear that all the time oh i need to get more work-life balance and we're forever chasing this work-life balance let's share some insights around this well, well, it really is a myth. My TED talk is on this exact topic. And what I demonstrate is, you know, this is a balance. Okay, the balance is going up and down, right? This is what we're doing. However, when the balance is balanced, what do you see? Is there any movement? No. No. Flatline. And is that life? No. No, that is not the reality of life. This is the reality of life. Mm -hmm. So instead of work-life balance, it's about learning how to apply work-life harmony mm. and aim for work-life harmony. And I talked about, in my TED talk, I talk about the five pillars of life, which are relationships, career, financial, spirituality, and health. Mm -hmm. And the goal there is to be fully present in the moment with each of them. Mm. And there's times one is going to be taking more of your time than another. My parents are 94 and 92. I am constantly flying to Miami and taking care of them. I live in Rhode Island. Yeah. And, and I shouldn't say taking care of them because they're very independent, but I'm supporting them. Mm. And when I'm there, I need to be there. Yes. And I am, and I am cultivating business so that I can spend more time with them down there. Mm -hmm. However, I'm still fully present in the moment with them. Yes. When it comes to my clients, I'm present in the moment with them. When I'm, when I'm having um, dinner with my husband, I am fully present in the moment with him. And it's about practicing being where you are and recognizing that this word work that we have, mm -hmm. we're, you know, we associate work with being the job that we do. Yes. But think about it. Raising children is, is work. Mm -hmm. Going on vacation is work. Try packing up the car with three kids. You know, <laughs> packing is work. Um, everything has mm -hmm. a 
work component to it. So if we shift our paradigm and mindset from looking at work as being a bad thing mm -hmm. and looking at it as effort to create great things, mm. then we put ourselves in, on the track to work-life harmony, which is a very different energy than work-life balance. Oh, absolutely. And I love what you're saying that whenever you are with your parents, you're there fully present having dinner with your husband fully present, with the children fully present. And I think therein lies the, the key insight for us, being fully present. Because often what we're doing is we're there doing something with the kids and we're thinking about the client call that we have, or yes. maybe that's just me. You know, there's things going no, on no, in your head, you know, multitasking and everything. But what you're saying, and so I'd love for you to share some techniques to help us quiet the mind from being distracted and becoming far more fully present to the activity, to the people who we're speaking with and, and, and uh, associating with. What are some things that we need to well, know? Well, the first thing I'm going to share, I have been accused of this, by the mm. way, is when I am sitting there, and it just happened tonight, mm. right before this show, <laughs> I'm having dinner with my husband and we're talking and sort of talking and he's like you're a million miles away oh. i was thinking about something that happened today and mm -hmm. i was not fully present in the moment so what did i do i went yep he's right take a deep breath mm -hmm. and in that deep breath breathe, we forget to breathe because mm -hmm. when we get stressed we hold our breath and what happens is your body gets tighter and tighter and tighter and tighter mm -hmm. so that when that happens, it restricts our voice, it restricts our focus, it restricts our thinking. And high stress, your cortisol levels go up, your DA, which is the bad hormone, and that's the one that makes you gain weight, that's mm -hmm. the one that makes your brain foggy, that's the one that does all kinds of nasty things. And your DHA levels, which is the good hormone, goes down. Mm -hmm. So in that moment that my husband looked at me, he says, you're a million miles away, you're not paying attention, just take a deep breath. And I focus on this part of my body, my heart, mm. because when you focus on your heart area, you actually begin to engage your brain, believe it or not. Mm. We get out of this mode yeah. from the neck up and we get from the top of the head into the heart, the mm -hmm. torso. Yes. But the goal is to focus here first mm. and breathe into this area first. And when you're there, whether you're in sales, whether you're speaking, this interaction that we have right now, mm -hmm. being in the heart and being able to, uh, to be there, what I call consistently, mm -hmm. you're, when you engage the brain and the head with the brain and the heart, what happens is something called coherence. Mm -hmm. And coherence is what often happens when we're in the zone, when we're running, an athlete who, has, oh. who gets in the zone. Mm -hmm. So the more you practice that, the more coherent you become and the more you can shift into that zone. So things become effortless. Mm. Things become easy and you see things in a different light. Yes. Does that make sense? It does. And I'm just thinking um, of some, some moments, you know, as you start talking, you start recalling sometimes when things just seem to flow because you are fully present. And I find that, you know, if we're looking at working on different activities, we become far more productive because our attention is fully there. That would be a benefit of really being fully Absolutely. present working in, in your Absolutely. business. Yes. 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 Yeah. And I actually teach this technique. And by the way, people can go to quick, Q-U-I-C-K, shift, 
thecomfortzone.com and they can download this four-step process for free. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's just a complimentary gift. You know, download the process, four steps. And it's so easy. You think it doesn't work. It's actually quite magical. Yes. No, I I love that because, you know, sometimes if you're having a conversation with a group of people, if you're working in a team or what have you, or even, you know, around with your children, when you become far more fully present you're able to listen and appreciate more what the other person is saying and I think it would create an environment in which everyone is feeling heard and appreciated and um, just adds to being able to collaborate at a deeper level too because we're not distracted we're actually listening and participating in the conversation. I'm going to take it even deeper for you Amory. Yes. The heart the electromagnetic field of the heart Mm-hmm. can be measured six to ten feet away from the body in a 360 degree circumference wow wow okay yeah. so when we're in our hearts what you were just talking about mm-hmm. things do flow and we do engage better because our hearts are all connected around the room mm. okay yeah it's a it's a incredible energy and a lot of that uh goes along with what napoleon hill wrote about in his book thinking grow rich mm-hmm. When a group of people are together, a third mind is created. Mm. And a lot of that are the hearts that are connected. Yes. And if you're in your heart zone mm-hmm. and you're connecting the brain, just imagine the power of that with everybody. Yes. And I write about that in my book, The Enchanted Boardroom, because mm-hmm. imagine a boardroom yeah. where everybody is doing this mm-hmm. and breathing in and the insight and the ideas mm-hmm. and the ability to find solutions in such a great, fun, natural, flowy way. Yeah, yeah. You can just imagine if someone was leading, like us leading our businesses and with our team, or even at home, if we are calm and we do come and we breathe, that impacts immediately because if someone walks into the room and they are stressed, you, you we have that saying, you can cut the air with a knife because they walk in and it's like, whoa. But similarly, we can with intention do this the other way and walk in feeling calm, um, wanting to, to create that environment and be fully present there. I can see how incredibly powerful okay. it is. Not and to I stress could just see if that person walking in going, wow, they're really zen in there. <laughs> I don't know what they're doing, but I want to have a meeting with them. <laughs> it's true. Exactly. And this, I think, too, if we're looking at from, you know, sometimes we get a little bit anxious or nervous because we want to do the best job possible when we're speaking on stage. If we yeah. really get into that zone, we are able then to connect on a far deeper way with our audience. Have you? Kn- I'm going to add one more step to that. Okay. It's about getting into zone with your heart mm-hmm. and shifting into a mindset of serving. Mm. Adding that little piece of serving and serving with love yes. and just sending the love out ahead of yourself to the people that are there and recognizing that they're there to hear your amazing words. It's not really about you at that moment. Mm-hmm. It's really all about them. Yes. So stepping into that wonderful place of breathing and the second step of this breathing technique is really important because, which I didn't talk about, it's when you shift into your heart, the next step is thinking of something or feeling something that makes you feel really good, mm-hmm. whether it's 
holding a puppy, a kitten, your baby, your significant other, walking the beach, jumping out of a perfectly good airplane, whatever it is that makes you feel good, okay? Um, if you just go to that place for a few moments mm. and shift into a place of joy, kindness, care, love, whatever it is that feels good to you, that heart energy, mm-hmm. when you walk out on the stage, that energy is already there for you. Mm. And it's about, the again, being in service to your audience yes. and sending love to your audience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful. And when they um, really sense that, there's a level of influence and impact that you really can um, continue to, yeah, and not achieve so much, but that's just what happens from that because people are really there. Everyone there is present. And you have that with some speakers, don't you? It's just as they're walking, there's just something, there's an air about them. That's a saying we have, there's an air about them. And now I'm sure as we're using these beautiful techniques, we can now do that with uh, intention and purpose too. Let's talk about increasing personal resilience. We often hear the word resilience now. There is so much going on in the world that if we get caught up into that, it really can impact how we bounce back. What are some insights that you can share with us today, Terry? My number one advice is one single word, boundaries. Mm. You thought I was going to say no, right? <laughs> That is a good boundary to have, though, in the right in the it right situation. But before we start saying no, yes. it's about setting your boundaries. Mm-hmm. Because until you know what your boundaries are, you can't get to know. Mm. You have exactly. to know your boundaries first. Because when something doesn't feel good and you honor that, then you're in a great place to be able to serve yourself in a way that you can then continue to serve others. Mm. So what I like to share with folks is you may want to say no to something Mm -hmm. once you realize that, okay, this has to end, this has to end, this has to end, this has to end. However, there's a way of doing it. And it's about saying, well, I appreciate you asking me to be able to join your committee. However, this isn't a good time, but, or, and, I can do this for you Mm. to assist you with that project. Does that help? Yes. Or does that work for you? Mm -hmm. So it's not this flat out no. It's a, and I can do this much for you. Or call me next year Mm -hmm. and I will make sure to, you know, call me a little bit earlier and I'll make sure that I have a little bit more time on my calendar to do this. Yes. So it's always about going, not always, but. Um, what I encourage people to do is when they can to say, it's not a good time. It's, mm. it's not something that fits in your schedule right now. It's uh, though you would love to help and you choose what you can do. Mm-hmm. I can call this person for you if you like. I cannot do this big part of this project. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I, just, it, I just don't have the bandwidth for it right now. Yeah. And where I learned this, frankly, was with the worst burnout I ever had. It took me six months to recover from this burnout. Mm. And this was a burnout from a time when uh, we were active duty Navy. My husband's Mm. active duty Navy. And I put my career in a back burner for three years. Mm -hmm. And it was all in service Mm. to the families that were part of the the crew. And 
I served and I served and I served and I served and I gave and I gave and my kids were four and one. Wow. You know, they were little, mm. which at that time, by the way, was sort of unheard of. You didn't have very many um, uh, commanding officers at that time that had such little kids. Yes. And we, we were all about uh, making sure that everybody felt safe, everybody felt cared for, everybody mm. felt protected mm. and it was give 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 and I forgot to give to me mm. and I didn't know actually I didn't know how to give to me yes. that's the bottom line yes. I didn't know how to do it I didn't know how to stop I took my job so seriously mm. I went overboard mm -hmm. if that makes sense yeah oh absolutely and, and because I went overboard in service to our men and women who were serving, I lost my health. Mm. I couldn't get my business started. I, I it, it was, my kids saw me curled up on a couch. Mm. Um, I was sick constantly. My kids were sick constantly. Mm -hmm. So it did travel downhill. Yes. <laughs> Poor baby. Top down, yes. So if I were to do it all over again, mm. what I now know is, I would be equally successful if I had put the boundaries in, mm. uh, if I would have put the boundaries of the, do not call me before nine o'clock in the morning mm. and the phone, I turn the phone off at six o'clock at night, unless it's an absolute emergency. I didn't do that. I allowed people to call me 24 seven, Wow. Mm. right? Because it's all about the, it's, yeah. it's all about the families. It's all about everybody else. And when I look back in, at that, am I proud of the work that I did and what I accomplished? I am so proud mm. of that. However, I now know that I could have done an equally good job with the boundaries. Mm. So that's why I'm a nutcase literally about the boundaries. boundaries. It's so <laughs> important, isn't it? I mean, that's why we use that metaphor often about, you know, if you're in a plane, put your own oxygen mask on first yes, because you will not absolutely. be able to be of service to others if you're not breathing yeah. and taking care that's right. of yourself. That's right, exactly. Mm. We have to take care of ourselves first. Yeah. And I truly did not know how to do that. Yes, yes. So for you it was it was a real health it is your body that was saying you know what if you're not going to take time out to recoup and refresh and just give yourself that time and space to be able to um, you know build your energy and recoup your energy but for someone who's listening today that if, if she were to continue on the journey that she is saying mm. yes and she knows who she is what would you say to her? What would be one or two things that she needs to do to claim back um, her power or whatever you want to call it so that she can start to recoup that needed energy so that she can continue to be of service and support to others? The first thing is to understand that you are enough mm. and you are worthy. You are enough and you are worthy and it's about self-love. When we give, give, give to everybody else and don't love ourselves just as much, if not more, in loving ourselves just as much enough and more, we then have the energy to be able to serve others. Yes. It's about loving every single thing about you, whether it's from the hair you dislike to the weight you don't like. You know what? Love it all. Mm -hmm. Love it all. 
and just know that that is who you are and you deserve to have that kind of love yes. and joy and be kind to yourself. We're so busy being kind and caring everybody else. We're not kind to ourselves. Yes. So when we're kind to ourselves and we care for ourselves, we then actually demonstrate to others around us how to do that for themselves. Mm -hmm. So we become the teacher, we become the sage yeah. and share with others by demonstrating, yes. by acknowledging, by being there fully in the moment and mm -hmm. in the present and just give yourself a break. One, one fun thing that I do, and I don't know why this image just popped in, but I'll share it with you is I love bubbles. Mm -hmm. I love bubbles. So I have little bottles of bubbles in my car and I use them in my training programs. Yes. So I put them in my car and when I'm stuck in traffic, I'll just open up the windows and Blow start bubbles. blowing bubbles. <laughs> really? Because I love it. I bet you people will look at you and start smiling. Oh my God. Anyone ever had popped them? <laughs> I had one woman and I will never forget this. It was a hot summer day and the windows were down and it was bumper to bumper traffic. But it was, I mean, bumper to bumper here for in, where I live is, is nothing like in Los Angeles or LA or any of these other places. You know, this was bumper to bumper for all of about five minutes, but it was bumper to bumper and I'm blowing bubbles. And this woman next to me took one look at me and it was this, <gasps> and she couldn't get away fast enough. She thought, what's like, next? <laughs> But here's, but there's a reason why bu blowing mm. bubbles is such a good thing, because what bubble in blowing bubbles you have to breathe in mm. to breathe out. Yes, you have to breathe in deeply to breathe out. And the more you blow, the more you blow, you breathe in mm. to blow out. You start to have fun, mm. and the more fun you're having, your DHEA is going up. And your body begins to relax mm -hmm. and you just start to laugh and smile and you're in a much better state wherever it is that you end up at. Yes. <laughs> I might do that one day, you know, carry a little bottle of bubbles with me. And when we just sit and see what Why reaction not? you get. It's great. It's great. And I love giving them out at expos and all the little kids. Yeah, oh, come kids up and, love and them, don't they? And they're looking at me and go, go yeah. ahead, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Share it with your parents too. Yeah, yeah. It's fun. I remember the days when we would go to different play groups and things and the teachers would bring out the bubbles they did that as a way to get the kids attention and back on the mat and the kids would all oh, bubbles and they would all come and they'd start popping and okay kids now down and um yeah it was a, a fun time oh i love having a bunch of leaders doing oh, that yes it really is yes funny. yes you know i think sometimes as adults we need to be reminded of the fun that we have, have seen our kids are having because i'm sure if we were to rewind the time back even further it was a lot of experiences that we had fun as children too we need to adopt some more fun uh, and things like Absolutely. that back into our work as well in the workplace. Let's talk about, uh, I mean, you've talked about some incredible techniques and breathing, but when we're talking about actual stress, when we're in the moment of stress, there's a stress reduction technique that you use. Is it similar to the one that you've mentioned already or is it another technique? It's a quick, it's quick shift. Yeah. That, that is my go-to, the mm. breathing first and then shifting into the body. Yes. That is truly of all the techniques that I teach. Mm. That technique, as simple as it is, it's actually hard to do, especially yeah. when you're stressed out because you're in your head. Yes. So it's remembering to do it. Mm -hmm. And um, 
so, you know, that is the most important technique that I teach. Yeah. And when it comes to shifting and pivoting in the moment, mm. the second thing is watch your words, mm. watch your words. When you are really upset about something and a perfect example was I got slammed with an email yesterday that was very surprising. Mm. And I'm looking at this going, you've got to be kidding me. Mm. And someone wanted to know my, what, how I felt about what were my politics, what were my, how I felt about abortion and how I felt about, I forget what the other thing was before they would hire me as a coach. Really? I have never been asked those questions in my life. Next. Coaching. Yeah, exactly. Don't think we'd make a good, uh, yeah. 20 oh. years of coaching and I've never been asked those questions. Wow. And I just sat there like, and I, my first reaction was I was about to get on the computer and write an email back and, and I went, Absolutely not. What, what planet am I on? Mm. You know, and I just put it aside mm. and I had to walk away from it because it really triggered me because it's something that has never, ever happened to me before. First mm. of all, it's nobody's business. Mm. Secondly, I don't include that kind of thing in my coaching. No, period. that's not something. Don't. No, no. And, um, I had to walk away mm. and that's the one thing when we respond in anger, mm. when we respond from the place of not looking from where this other person is coming from. Mm -hmm. When we look at it from a me, me, me type perspective, mm -hmm. instead of what the heck is this all about? Mm -hmm. And just take a deep breath and allow spirit, uh, allow your guides, your angels who, you know, just allow yourself to settle down and get very quiet and talk about it. Uh, and, and think about it, it really does settle you down. And I often share with people, no sooner than 24 hours, you give yourself a full 24 hours before mm -hmm. you respond to something like that, because you will gain a much better perspective on it. So from, yeah. and, and whether it's words that are said in person, because mm -hmm. sometimes we say things without meaning it, uh, you know, to you, take a step back give yourself breathing room don't react yes and some behavior styles are fantastic at reacting mm. you know if you're a dominant behavior style influential behavior you know the the four behavior styles are dominant influential steady and conscientious mm. the, the introverts aren't going to say a thing and they will never talk to you the rest of your life <laughs> <laughs> okay the dominants will tell you you know over you know they will just boom <laughs> And then the influentials will just go boom and talk your ear off. Mm. Uh, all four behavior styles, it's about taking a step back and just mm. let it go, walk away. So between doing the breathing, shifting into the heart, and understanding that we're all human mm. and we all have different needs. For whatever reason, that person needed to know my political affiliation. Are they ever going to know? No, <laughs> they're never going to know. Sorry, I don't respond. I, today, I was able to say back, I'm sorry, I don't respond to such questions. They are not part of my coaching landscape. Mm -hmm. So it appears that I'm not the coach for you. Thank you so very much for reaching out. 
And if I know of someone who might be a better coach for you, mm -hmm. I will make sure to refer them to you. Yes. Yes. Bada bing, bada boom. Next. <laughs> mm. And you know, in, in that instance, it's such a respectful and integral way to respond because that person, you really just don't know what's going on for them. Right. And that person could be someone who becomes a referral person to you, who may That's have right. in their community, you know, people right. who are, are a perfect fit for you. And I think, you know, when we get a, uh, to a place where we are able to respect even if we don't necessarily agree with someone yeah, that respect exactly. for the other person where they are at i think again it comes allows for that harmony which mm -hmm. you spoke about in the relationships that we can do life together right. and appreciate one another for um yeah exactly. and uh, rather than reacting and then having to go back and rebuild bridges um, because Which can it can be very stressful. It can. And it can, you know, every action, interaction, thought, everything creates a ripple effect. And we want to make sure that they're good ripples and not necessarily the exactly. big splashes where all of a sudden everyone. Exactly. <laughs> they need, and so that was the first one for me. I, yeah. yeah, seriously, 18 years of coaching and, and yes. those questions. And I have coached, I have coached a uh, governor. I have yeah. coached a senator. I have coached town committee people. I mean, I I've been in, on both sides. Yes. Uh, you know, and so, but I don't yeah. talk politics. No. No. <laughs> so, well, I'm not going to coach you because this that no. This is where your expertise is, and that's where you yeah. Just exactly. amazing. So, Terry, I know that you spoke already. You shared the link on how people could get that beautiful technique. Share it once again, and how else we can connect with you so that people listening and watching today can. Uh, can access you and, and all of the great content you shared today. Well, thank you for asking. The quick shift technique, it's a card and, oh, darn, I don't have a card with me. It's a card that, it's a bookmark, it's actually what it is. Mm -hmm. And it's at www.quick, Q-U-I-C-K, shift, S-H-I-F-T, zone.com. And you can learn more about me and find me at intuitiveleadership.com. And just type in Terry Wilderman on Facebook and you will find me. Fantastic. Thank you so much for coming on the show. I'm going to remember Thank to you. breathe. <laughs> Breathing is always good, isn't it? <laughs> it really is. It, it, it's, it's a miracle worker. Mm, it is. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. And thank you. Take care. Thank you. You've been listening to Speaker Success Podcast, brought to you by Women Speakers Association. If you're ready to share your message in a bigger way so you can build a thriving business, get your free speaker success plan at speakersuccessgift.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.